Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast with DT and Letty. Ready, Set, Showtime. Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast, episode 37, calling this one... Happy birthday, Ruby. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing out for American Idol. Oh yeah, I'd watch that episode. I wouldn't. I would not watch it, Jesus. Uh, it's good to be back, everybody. We uh, hope you had a good weekend. Letty, how was your weekend? I had a pretty good weekend. A little stressed, but I mean, we yeah. had Ruby's party so yeah shout, happy birthday to ruby man we got to shout out ruby as the episode is named we got to give her extra shout out she's seven now man i feel seven old. lady i feel old man at her party uh, we had it at quantum leap and everybody had a blast seeing all the little kids out there jumping made all the stress worth it yeah kind of break down what quantum leap uh, quantum leaps an indoor uh trampoline park uh they got foam pits you can jump into there's like these little obstacle courses you can go across i mean every everybody has something to do there there's a little arcade up front there's even inflatables for the little ones so i mean nice. it, it's a nice place all around they even serve beer there really dude could you imagine like <laughs> see a bunch of rednecks out there <laughs> jumping <laughs> drunk <laughs> bunch of drunks jumping that just sounds like a terrible idea oh but, my god but i mean we all had a blast a lot of people came uh, it was a great turnout ruby made it rain that was the best thing oh ever. god yeah and she dude. got a she got a birthday card with seven dollars in it and they were all ones <laughs> it was for my aunt and all of a sudden somebody just goes make it rain and ruby like lays the money on her hands and just starts making it rain everywhere everybody died laughing and then she tried to do it with her birthday cards too i mean <laughs> i was like I was, <laughs> I was just like that's my kid that's i could see kid. ruby doing that though oh man that's what everybody's like my my cousin hannah was like as soon as somebody said that i was expecting her to immediately do that <laughs> oh but we all had a blast um so i mean it was a great turnout only thing i can say is it wasn't cheap but yeah hey well worth it it was well worth it yeah i don't know man i mean a lot of the times i feel like birthday parties they should kind of discount you somewhat a lot of those places a lot of them don't they just hell they probably charge you more but yeah but that's that's a cool place uh i've been there before it's pretty pretty cool um i'm glad everything went good happy birthday to ruby oh yeah glad she had a good time making it rain she made it rain and one cool thing that the chick did who was the host uh she was like well you had like seven kids under a certain age so they went ahead and they gave me the uh the inflatables price which was like six bucks cheaper per kid so thankfully they did they did do that so i mean nice. it, it was nice of them and one oh, thing okay well yeah that was great they, they did then. discount okay. me a little bit and cool. i was so happy with that because uh every extra kid over 10 was like 13 dollars extra and i had like 21 kids jumping well yeah oh yeah and one thing that they did that was pretty cool was they served every kid their food all their drinks had their names on it oh that's and cool. then they th- and they even cut the cake and served it to everybody adults included that's cool that's really cool oh yeah it was it was really cool my mom's like i've never been to a place like this that does that and i'm like dude they can do it all it saves me and jeremy and everybody else the hassle 
Yeah, it's because it's Johnson City and not yeah. Greenville. Everybody's know, like, right? get your own damn cake, you come up little here shit. You want chocolate or vanilla? And you just slam it down on yeah. the plate and throw it at them. I mean, we, we make jokes about it, but it's sad but true. You know, it sucks that we can't have, like, a cool... Again, you had to go to another town, like yeah. we've talked many times on this show before. I don't know, maybe one day. But, guys, we have a great show ahead of us. I feel really good oh, about man, this Oh, man, I'm episode. excited for this. I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, we got some great material. Lots kind of went on. But before we kind of jump into everything, Letty, we had the second, well, I guess you would say the second round of playoff games. Yeah. This is when the, the teams that had the bye week, the, like the Rams and the Patriots, played. Oh, yeah. Um, so we'll go to the first game here. We had the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Colts, and man, I was hoping the Colts would pull it out, but they pretty much got just slapped in the mouth. <laughs> 31 to 13 was Holy the final shit. for that. Kansas City, I see, they will move on to play. Well, we'll hold off on that one because we had the New England Patriots taking on the Chargers, so the winner of this would take on the Chiefs. Yeah. And shocker, the Patriots won oh, 41 man. to 28. I was yeah. hoping the Chargers would pull yeah. that one out. So the Chiefs will now play will now play the Patriots. Uh I'm really hoping the Chiefs win that. Oh, Would yeah. it just be nice to see somebody new? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, then we had your Cowboys taking yeah. on the Red Hot LA Rams and though Look, man, I think Dallas put up a hell of a fight here. They came up short. The Rams win 30-22. to And it was a hell of a game, oh, though, yeah. man. Uh, ben, ben kept us updated on it. And at the end of it, whenever they lost, oh, man, I... I made I made a little comment. Um, somebody threw something at me, and I caught it. And I, he was like, "Oh, that's one hell of a catch." And I was like, "Yeah, better than what the Cowboys could do." Yeah. And Mo got so mad at oh, me. Oh God! <laughs> and he just looked at me. He goes, "Don't hurt my feelings like that." <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, then we had the the final game this weekend: the New Orleans Saints, red hot, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, and. Uh, this was interesting because the Eagles had a chance to actually, they, if they would have scored, yeah. kicked the extra point, they win this game, and they threw an interception, and oh, I think with like man. two minutes left. Damn. Yeah, so the Saints ended up winning 20-14, to 14, and it, this is why Philadelphia Eagle fans are just the biggest scumbag <laughs> fan base ever. It was so funny to see. Last year, they won the Super Bowl. We're eating yeah. horse shit. So this year they lose, and they're I, like, I heard so many people go, man, I'm tired with the Eagles. I'm done with them. I'm done. <laughs> oh, my well, God. Well, shut up, man. I mean, the Saints got beat on a last-second bomb last year from the Vikings, and they yeah. I, I, they, they kept played hard this year. I felt like they deserved to win oh, this yeah, game. They, the Saints put a hell of a season this year. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much I believe that, let's see, who it'll be the Saints and the Rams, I'm assuming, will be taking on each other. Uh so, Letty, who do you got, Saints and the Rams? Who would you pick on that? Who would one? I pick? I'd go with the Saints. I mean, they've played a hell of a season, so. I, I would too. Like I, I, I hope they win, but I. It'd be nice Rams, to see the Rams go too. You gotta do the Rams. Just look so good. And then, who do you think will win between the Patriots and the Chiefs? I want the Chiefs. I, I, yeah, I like do I said, too. Someone new. Yes. Get the Patriots out, damn it. Well, but let's talk this. Oh, God, this feels good to oh, say. Oh, man. Oh, man. I was we, geeking out at work over it. We can't forget the national title game. <laughs> Alabama played Clemson, and uh, Alabama fan. Where are you, you guys at? You got slaughtered. <laughs> what was it, like 40, 44 to 16? 16, yes. Where are the Bama fans at now? Yes. Oh, man. I mean, it was good for me because – 
you know, Clemson's in the ACC. You rep the ACC this year. It was good, even though most of the ACC, we were horrible this year. It was good that Clemson come out one. Now, on one hand, I'm glad I represent the ACC. They won. They yeah. beat Alabama, even though I think the series now between them two is tied. And, you know, man, I've seen people saying stuff like, oh, well, they need to play another game. No, they don't. No. Uh, that, that's good enough. Let's hopefully somebody knew. But oh, yeah. Both of these teams look good again next season, so they very well could see each other again. Could you imagine going undefeated all season and then choke at the championship? Yeah, I mean, they just got outplayed every way possible. Defense, offense, special teams. Pretty much after the second quarter, you see Nick Saban over there like, ah, dang, let's just, can we quit now? (laughs) Just just stop. We're done. And it, it was just good to see, and... Trevor Lawrence, Clemson quarterback, man, dude played clutch. He's a freshman, came out. I hell mean, yeah. it was a hell of a game. Finally, Alabama is not invincible, everybody. Tua, uh, he got he got beat up, <laughs> and it was good to see. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, we was at work, and I was like, oh, shit, the championship should be over by now. And I pulled up the damn scores, and I Didn't looked at Mo. That. I slapped him, and I was like, Clemson beat Bama, and yeah. he goes, "What?" And, you know, we all just started yeah. like going crazy at the Hell fucking yeah. desk. It, it was good to see, man. Just because you see Alabama fans talk a bunch of shit, oh, just yeah. kind of like Georgia fans were talking a whole bunch of shit about, uh, you, you know, who was it? Georgia played. Who, oh, they played. Uh, was it Oklahoma? No, not Oklahoma. I can't remember. Whoever they played, they were like, "Oh, we're going to walk all over the- Texas." Yeah. And Texas came back and. And, and pretty much beat them up, too. So, I think the SEC needs to realize, hey, man, y'all aren't the superior. Y'all have a yeah. damn good conference, but other conferences are coming up. Oh, You're yeah. You're not unbeatable anymore. But I don't know, guys. Uh, let us know if you watched any of the NFL playoff games or the national title. Let us know your thoughts on it. If your team is moving on. I mean, we're close to the Super Bowl, we Eddie. Are. Man, I'm ready I think, for them commercials. The commercials are one of my favorite parts of the damn Super Bowl. Yeah, whoever wins the next games is the Super Hell Bowl. Yeah. God, dude, it would be cool to see the Chiefs take on really the Rams or the oh, Saints. Yeah. I mean, it would kind of be cool, honestly, to see the Chiefs and the, the Rams. Rams. Yeah, because they haven't been there, and neither one of them two have been there in a long time. But anyway, Letty, who you shouting out this week? My shout-outs today, um, of course, Ruby. I mean, happy birthday, baby. I mean, we had a great time yesterday after the party. We went off, and I looked at her. I was like, you want to stay another hour? She goes, yeah. So we jumped another hour together because, I mean, she was off jumping with her friends and the family. So yeah. I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, i got to give a shout-out to the friends and family who listen to this every week. Mo, I know you do because you sit there and you make little tiny comments about the show and it cracks me up. And then he goes like this. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, we thank y'all for the support. Uh, Got to give a shout out to just listeners. I mean, if we don't know you personal personally, I mean, we appreciate you too. Because, I mean, without y'all, we wouldn't have this. I mean, we do it for fun, and it's great. And just knowing that people enjoy listening to us talk for an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. You know, got to give a shout-out to DT. I mean, without him, I wouldn't have had this opportunity, and I've had a blast doing it. Hell, yeah. So, who you shouting out, DT? Uh, me, I got to thank my beautiful family as well. And, man, times are tough lately, but they've been there to kind of keep my mind right and help me just kind of push every day and not get down in the dumps, you know? Oh, yeah. 
And uh, I'm blessed, man. I really am. Uh, I got to thank Letty for being the best co-host and just everything she's done for the podcast, man. You know, when we, we teamed up and took this journey, we didn't look back. Nope. We haven't looked back, and, and it's just been a great thing, man. I love it. Got to thank Drama B for all she's done for the show. like to thank Kellen Keller, the man that inspired me to do the podcast. Got to thank him, as always. And we got to thank the boys at Greenville Vapor, man. Oh, yeah you know for taking care of everything vaping man the local shop you get little pricks like you know rocky top trying to come in and shit on them and they still remain humble and help everybody and they they truly care about the vaping community so shout out to jonathan richard adam all those guys finally we gotta thank the listeners who support the show man we can't thank you guys enough for all the support we really do appreciate oh yeah definitely it. all right lady on real talk real talk for real. For real? For real? For real? For real? Today, guys, uh, we kind of ranted about this, but some more stuff has kind of unfolded here. And, you know, most YouTubers, even including Jake Paul, that were a part of the Mystery Box scam, have came out and apologized. Some have donated money to charity. Jake Paul, of all of the idiots, is that he's actually shut up. Then yeah. you have rice gum. Oh, my God. The scumbag of the year. Yeah. And, and it's only the, January. Yeah, it's only January. He is just an egomaniac. I mean, I don't know what world this kid lives in, but this YouTube shit and this fame has clearly went to this guy's head. So pretty much, guys, if you'll, you remember us talking about his little bullshit apology video, well, if you'll notice at the end to kind of make up for it i don't know the guy made probably know. 200 grand yeah. he threw up 100 200 dollars worth of amazon gift card codes a guy kind of went on there oh what's his name right here good day sir tested the codes he kind of went back and you know called amazon or well, yeah was it amazon amazon yeah, he called him and uh looked up the codes and they were pretty much like those codes were used in may of 2018 yeah, they gave it like fucking six, six to eight month co- old codes that have not been used. They've already been used, and that's just a gummy thing to do. It, it really is, and it says he threw out eighteen Amazon codes, which should have totaled anywhere from one hundred eighty to three sixty. Just a little giveaway, he said. It's the least I can do after this. And uh, good day, sir. Watch the video. They decided to check the codes after writing down the first four codes given by Rascom. Good day, sir. Called Amazon to redeem them. They broke down their method in a Twitter thread. So pretty much if you go look up good day, sir, uh, they kind of break all this down. Yeah. There's a YouTube video somewhere. But pretty much just when you think Rascom couldn't be any more of a scumbag, uh, he goes on Logan Paul's podcast. I'm not sure if we covered this lady. I don't, nah, do, I don't think we did. That. He goes on there. Um, <clears throat> forgive me right now i can't think of logan paul's podcast right off right now but he pretty much goes on there and he's bragging that he got the bag off of that video like let me explain something to you guys nothing about this is anything worth bragging about no it's not and you when you have a fan base ranging from 8 to 15 as a lot of these guys followers it's not cool that they oh look rice gums winning let me go get my mom's credit card put her in debt yeah and shit like that like nothing about this is cool it's nothing about it's funny and it just goes to show you how desperate rice gum is the guy that calls everybody irrelevant says that people's channels are dying 
I think this right here pretty well proves, because due to his views going down lately, oh yeah, how desperate this guy is to kind of you know get back out there. And he, I think he knew good and damn well. First, he blames his management, then he snitches out other YouTubers. And then on top of that, you made two hundred thousand. You could only throw out two hundred dollars worth of already used He's codes. <laughs> Like, dude, you are the biggest piece of shit. Oh, yeah. And then he, like, started talking about what they offered uh, Keemstar and all that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, they was just like, yeah, they offered Keemstar, like, 100000 but he turned it down. And I'm just sitting there thinking, why the fuck do you care what they offer other people? I mean, you're still out here. You promoted it. And yep. now you're just throwing a bitch fit because everybody went off and, you know, seeing how much of a piece of shit y'all were for doing it, promoting gambling to little impressionable kids. Yep. and. Now he's just butthurt over it, basically. Yeah, he is. And it, what kills me is the guy just won't say, hey, I'm in the wrong. He'll kind of, he'll say something similar, but then it's like he'll pass blame on somebody else. Oh, yeah. Like he'll say, well, you know, yeah, you know, I guess I was in the wrong, but then uh, so-and-so over here, he went and... Look, dude, that ain't the point. Take responsibility for your actions. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was watching you know, PewDiePie's video over at his Pew News. Oh my God, I find this shit hilarious. But he was like, why is the video still up if you're that sorry for it? Yeah, it might be under contract, but you know, just give the money back and just take the damn video down. Exactly. Donate some to charity. Yeah, do some good. He knows that it's going to bring a lot of views. And that look, that's all Rice Gum has ever cared about. I mean, this guy, I remember back when he was still living with his mom he would go over here and buy fifteen hundred dollar shoes all the guy ever does is brag about what he has all he cares about is money when he has a problem he throws money at it i remember when he went out and threw like money on homeless people and in this guy's twisted demented brain he thinks that he's doing some kind of good here. no he, he ain't he's just being a scumbag and that's about it Man, look, if I'm ahead of YouTube, I, you better hope I never take over YouTube. Rice gum will, would not exist oh, on yeah. my platform. Because that, that's a scumbag move. That's something that you're permitted to kids. Yeah. This isn't just like an adult channel and, oh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. I think there should be some course of action here. I think he should be. I don't care if he's banned for a week. But throwing out fake codes, so that's a fake giveaway. I've seen others banned for that. Yeah. So why isn't rice gum? The politics behind YouTube anymore, I don't understand them. There's a lot of other YouTubers that don't understand it. And Guys, if you want to watch videos, anything revolving around this story, H3H3 has a great video, PewDiePie, yeah, PewDiePie. Uh, Leon Lush, check out his video of it. If this is more to come from this guy the rest of the year, He's oh, going to be the biggest piece of shit. Like, I don't I don't get how this guy has 10 million subs. I really don't. None of his materials ever, ever really been interesting to me. A lot of the times, it's like him trying to get some chick naked. I just feel sorry for the girls that have had sex with this son of a bitch. I mean, he's one goofy-looking motherfucker. He so really yeah, is. I feel sorry for him, too. <laughs> he tries to act so tough, and it's like, you know, that Chance and Anthony kid were part of Jake Paul's Team 10 crew, <laughs> like, punked him out. Like, yeah. Roscom, shut up. You're not tough. You're a pussy. I don't know. This just really angered me. I just can't believe they let YouTubers like this get away with yeah. it. And there's other people with good material that could take this guy's place and be a lot more oh, useful yeah. on the platform. Actually, know. you know, do some good. Exactly. What do you got in closing, lady? Anything? Uh, this, he's just a piece of shit, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, especially, you know, giving out, after his fake-ass apology, after promoting gambling to children, 
I mean, and then with the fake codes, it just keeps going and going. Yeah. I mean, it's only January, and he's already my scumbag of the year so far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, is nobody in his camp like, hey, Ricegum, maybe you should shut your mouth. Yeah. To hear him talk on Logan Paul's podcast, you need to go back and watch that, dude. Like, it'll really piss you oh, off. Oh, man. All right, moving on to... All right, Letty. So we got a couple things to kind of talk about on Music Meltdown before we talk about our bands we're listening to this week. Uh, Let's kick it off, Letty. So what bands would you want to see get back together or band members rejoin a band that may be still out? If you can oh, name man. any bands, like what? Who would you? Who I would. would you I would want Mudvayne to get back together. Number oh, one. Oh God, man! Yes. If Mudvayne could get back together and at least do one more tour. Just one, man. Just one. I mean, I'm finally old enough and got enough money to go to this shit. Do it, man! I yeah, want give us see one it. album too. Oh yeah, I got to do oh, one yeah. album. An album and one, you know, tour across the world. I mean, I'd travel three states away to go see them. I just want to know what happened between yeah. those guys because it had to be something bad enough. Like, Chad Gray has ever asked about it. Like, he won't even entertain it. Like, he'll just be like, nope, it ain't going to happen. And then he'll just yeah, move just on shut to it. it. Down. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to what happened, but who else? Uh, I like, you know, hopefully Joey Jordanson rejoins Slipknot. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. That right there would be great. Yeah. Um, I, I would have to say I'd love to see Rage Against the Machine, the original oh, lineup, yeah. Zach De La Rocha come back. Uh, just do an album and, and one tour at least, because dude, those guys, especially now, like they were important in, in their time. But man, if you brought them now, when when rock's kind of getting pushed more underground, yeah. and you brought them back with all the political shit going oh, on, dude. Oh man, they would fucking have a field day right now. I mean, prophets of rage. They're don't get me oh, wrong. Yeah. They're hey, they're great, dude. Don't you don't get me wrong, but Zach De La Rocha just always had that that presence. Like he's one of my top favorite lead singers, and man, I would love to see rage. Oh, uh, God. That would be great. What do you think about David Silvera, Korn's oh, original yeah. drummer? I, I would, mean, Ray's good. But, but, I mean, that just the original Korn sound, like their first, what, two, three albums? Oh, man. Yeah, like they were funky great. metal. Yes. God, oh, dude. man, I love that funk and metal because, I mean, you can sit there and headbang, but you can also, like, groove a little bit, too. Yeah. It's always great. Yeah, I watched the video where they were kind of talking about their sound. Like Head was talking about stuff, and they were just kind of they kind of grew up in in their neighborhood. Hip hop was all around oh, them, yeah. and then they kind of got introduced to metal, and it was just really cool to see how they formed their sound. and And they were even shut breaking down riffs, like it showed Head breaking down riffs at a, a some guitar store. And man, it was just really cool. I would love to see that. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing. I always wanted to see when Roger Waters redid Pink Floyd when oh, he yeah. did a little tour, which I should have been there, but my friend was a weak pussy <laughs> and uh, gave the tickets back. Oh, man. Yeah, he had two <laughs> tickets, and we were going to go, and his ex talked him uh, into oh, giving them man. back. After she left him for a woman, he <laughs> gave them back. I was like, yeah, come like, on. No, nah, man, I'm going to go watch these people. You're You're gone. Well, once I heard the full story, yeah. though, he kind of deserved it. But I would have loved to have seen it. Um, oh, I can't wait for, uh, you know, Slipknot's album once they release it. If if they do, because All Out Life is a great song. Yeah. I'm excited to see 
if they do make an album, the rest of it. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, man, because it's got, like, their, like, first, you know, like, when they first started, that heavy, heavy sound. I mean, all their albums are amazing, but yeah. it, it goes back to, it's, like, all of that, and it's just heavy, and I, I love it. I yeah. mean, I, I just love, you know, music like that, I always have, and you hearing, hearing a lot of bands go back to how they used to sound, it just brings back so many memories, and you God, reminisce. I know, it's just like music... Back in the the nineties and them early two thousands, like you just won't get that back, man. I feel like I I hope it comes back. Oh yeah. But I loved bands like that back then. I I would like to see. Um, I mean, I know Limp Biscuits kind of been back around. Yeah, I was about to just, say that's the thing. I mean, if you know Fred Durst would get off of his whiny lyrics, because sometimes it gets a little old and just yeah. whining, complaining. But and I'm, take those motherfucking batting gloves off. Why is he wearing those? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I I didn't get it. West Borland looking cool as shit in his oh, yeah. outfits, you know. He's just over there with a damn hat turned to the back and some batting gloves. I mean, Fred Durst always made. Lint biscuit like because you had west borland looking so crazy and them cool uniforms and you know the drummer bases they all you know they always look kind of you know just plain yeah, you know and, rock music. and then you had fred durst that just always had to dress like he was a rapper which you know that's cool but i just don't get the batting gloves <laughs> i never understood that uh but yeah those are kind of some bands i would like to see um I don't know, rap-wise, I wouldn't mind hearing Nas break out a, an album oh, after yeah. all those years. Um, uh, let's see, I would like to hear Missy Elliott do like her older older music, uh, drop an album that was like that. Because her last album was alright, but it was more poppy. And, I mean, when I listen to Missy Elliott, I want to hear her rap. Mm-hmm. Just straight up, because, I mean, that's what she's good at. Yeah, I wouldn't mind hearing the Fugees. Oh, yeah. God, I was dude. listening to them yesterday. I oh, love man. the Fugees. Ready or not? Yeah, uh-huh. you gotta love it. And Lauren Hill just oh, made, I mean, and then you had Wyclef. God, dude, that was just such an yes. amazing group. Uh, I wouldn't mind hearing a new one from Wu Tang. Oh, kind of yeah. break out something new. Oh, yeah. Bring back damn 90s rap, just yes. in general. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh, man. Uh, Eminem, he's had some, he's still, God, dude, that dude is still kicking it. Um, I wouldn't mind hearing a new one from him, dude. He's been coming out with some oh, great yeah. stuff, too. I wouldn't mind oh, yeah. him keep it rolling. Oh, yeah. You know? Kamikaze was an amazing album. Yeah. I mean, even though it was just one big-ass diss track after diss track. Oh, God, it was great. They brought it on themselves. Oh, they did. They did. That he they ate did. it for six years. So, you play with fire, you're going to get burned when it comes to Eminem. But. Another rap artist I want to hear a, a good album from is Cardi B. I mean... Y'all hate me for whatever, but her last album, I, the shit that wasn't on the radio, it was good. Yeah. It was great. I so, mean, I she's mean, on fire, boy. She is, and I mean, just with the beef between her and Nikki, I mean, it just keeps going and going, and I'd like to hear another diss track about Nikki. Oh, my God, it'd be great. Oh, yeah. Well, and after 17 years, Letty, do you think this year will be, will the, be year? the year for the Tool album? I want I hope, I honestly hope it'd be nice the wait would finally be over i mean there's signs pointing i mean they're touring on the um epicenter tour yeah yeah they're gonna be an epicenter and i'm just like i mean they're not gonna jump on something like that i mean i feel like that there's a reason why yeah. but with tool they're just so much of a mystery you just never know but i do think this year it will hit i, I don't know why something's telling me that this oh, yeah. will be the year they we know they've been in the studio 
Yeah, and from what they've put on Twitter and from what I've read, they said that the vocals were finally done. Now it's just a long mixing session or some shit. Oh, God, dude, I would hate to be the mixing. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, man. And then there were like some people on there, like, it was like 0104, put that backwards, and that's April Fool's. It was like, that's uh, April the 1st, and I'm just like, drop an album on April Fool's Day. I could see them doing it. I could see Tool doing it. Um, I think with them, people don't understand is obviously what it, I think it's 13 or 17 years since their last album. But with Tool, yeah, that's probably a little longer than even they had anticipated yeah. or I'm sure wanted to. But with them, they don't, they're not like your typical band, dude. They're oh, not going to no. put out an album, album every one, two, three years. They're going to, they're going to take their time. They're going to make it to where you feel every song on that album. You know you're going to be listening yes. to it for decades later. I mean, just look at look at a 46 and 2 every time that song oh, comes God, on. Yes. I know I'm going to be mellow. I'm going to feel that bass line. And then once all the vocals and the rest of the instruments come in, I'm going to have a great time rocking the fuck out. So. And you're going to know that song over any other song yes. as they distinguish it. And, you know, they're, they've always been a band that I love because they do it their way. Oh, they're yeah. they're not gonna they're gonna do it they're gonna make the album the way they want to make it as long as they need and that's why i love tool and i think that's what sets tool apart from a lot of other bands oh yeah they have a specific sound that they go for and they yes. stick to it and you just feel the music and they're just god dude musically musicianship they're just geniuses they man. are i mean hands down you can't they're hard to top i've been to oh, yeah. a lot of rock shows and none of them hold a note. Well, Mudvayne's performance would probably be the closest and Slipknot's. But, I mean, it's hard for me to pick anybody over to Oh, yeah. I mean, that show to me was so unbelievable. And it was a time when I was really getting into Tool and just that live performance and just how crazy Maynard was and how he didn't give a damn. And he come out and... Uh, looking dressed like a damn old southern preacher and <laughs> next thing you know he's in boxer shorts and a bra hell yeah i was like what the fuck You're am like, i watching like, i don't know what's going on but it's an experience i'm gonna remember forever i remember the bass justin chancellor's bass hitting so hard i thought my fucking chest was gonna explode oh. and i was down on if you go in the knoxville coliseum i was down on the floor probably midway back yeah and still felt it like that. Oh, hell yeah. And I mean... See, that, that gets me excited, because, I mean, me and Ben, we're going to go to Epicenter. And I'm excited for that Saturday, because that's, that's when they play. I mean, Corn and Rob Zombie, I'm excited to see them yeah. Friday. Like, that's who I grew up with. And Tool, I mean, that's one of Ben's favorite bands. Yes. If not his favorite rock band. So, I mean, getting to experience that with him, it's going to be amazing. He's who I thought of when I seen that. I was like, oh, yeah. Ben's oh, yeah. going Immediately, to as soon as I seen Tool's name, I was like, I'm calling Ben because I know he'll go with what me. Did he, what did he say? He was like, hell yeah. He's you like, know. let's go. He's like, can we go now? <laughs> Wait in line for six months? He's like, let, he's like let's, let's start planning this trip. So, I mean. Tool. Please let this be the year. We've waited long enough. Please. We, we've been patient. We've listened to Pussifer, Perfect Circle, great bands too. Oh, yeah. We're ready. This is the year. Yeah. This is the year. You hear Kinsley? She's ready. She, she's ready for she's it. She's three years old, ready for Tool. <laughs> as long as she don't copy the language. I mean, she, she's waiting. She's been waiting her whole life for this album. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not as long as us. But, Lady, who you listening to this week? All right. This week, I got some Tennessee talent. His name is Jelly Roll or 
Jason DeFord. Um, he's a rapper. A little bit about him. He is professionally known as Jason DeFord, known professionally as Jelly Roll. Me and him share the same birthday, and I didn't know this until right. I looked it up. So, I mean, legends are born on December 4th. <laughs> legends are born. <laughs> uh, he's known for his collaborations with Lil White, Haystack, and Struggle Jennings. All of them, I mean, they're great. I like Haystack and... Uh Struggle. Look Struggle here. Jennings. Yeah, it, follow and stop. You eight ball MJG. Those are all big Nashville rappers, oh, yeah. dude. Oh yeah, they, he follows like styles like that, mixed with a little bit of country. I'm not big on country, and everybody knows this. Nah, but, I'm not either. But I mean, the way he does it in his rap, it's just amazing. Um, our friend, our friend Joy, got me on him, and ever since she showed me uh, Wheels Fall Off, it, it was it was over from there. I had to immediately start listening to him. Uh, the three songs I got for you by him. The first one is Smoking Section. This song right here holds a little special place in my heart because the lyrics are about, you know, people he's lost. And the chorus, it says, I hope that heaven has a smoking section. Yeah. And I mean, it, it whenever, you know, I get in my feels because, you know, where I lost my papa and so many people last year, like, it was, it's more of a comfort song for me. And the lyrics are great. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I highly recommend it. Second song I got for you is called Wheels Fall Off. It's it's basically like a relationship song. You know, you're going to ride with your boo until the wheels fall off. So, I mean, it's it's a really good one. And then uh, Train Tracks. It's, you know, about growing up with the struggle and how you want to get across, you know, to the other side. It's always greener on the other side whenever you're in that shitty position. I mean, the, the stuff about his music, it's got substance and, you know, it's about growing up you know in a hard life and you know a lot of people can relate to it and it just he's just really good to listen to when you want to chill he's really good when you listen to when you want to get pumped up i mean he's got music for everybody so nice. check him out i highly recommend it dt who you listening to this week me i gotta go with the oldie but a goodie i've loved this band since i was young dude stone temple pilots aka stp hell yeah an american rock band from san diego california originally consisted of scott wyland brothers dean DeLeo, and robert DeLeo, and eric kretz uh, the band's formation in 1989, the lineup remained unchanged until the firing of Wyland in 2013, which he later passed yeah. away. Rest in Rest peace. peace. Lincoln Park vocalist Chester Bennington joined the band in May 2013. In November 2015, Bennington left the band <laughs> to focus solely on Lincoln Park. Then uh, they ended up uh, kind of taking a little break, and they came back and got this guy named Jeff Gutt. And at first, I didn't know. I was like, I don't know if you're going to beat Scott Weiland yeah. and then, of course, Chester. Because Chester came oh, really yeah. close. And uh, Jeff Gutt, man, he, he's actually really good and yeah. sounds a lot like Scott Weiland. Yeah. And I can still listen to him. Hell yeah. Three songs I got for you guys. The first one, of course, Creep. Oh, yeah. And she tells me I'm a creep. Oh, man, Ruby loves that song. She she she'll go around the house singing it. And I'm just like, get it, Ruby, get yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome. The second one and probably my favorite Interstate Love oh, Song. Yeah. I, I love Interstate Love Song. It's probably always been my favorite. Then we got Plush and oh, and, and yeah. as a tie, Wicked Garden because yes. I love Wicked Garden, oh, dude. I want to go into your Wicked Garden. <laughs> yeah, great songs. But guys, we got Stone Temple Pilots and we got Jelly Roll who is a Nashville-based rapper, definitely check them out, guys. I'm sure most of you have heard Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, if you haven't heard any of those songs, I don't know why, but hey. Get you a life and start listening to them. Definitely check out Jelly Roll, man. We like the new artist. Oh, yeah. All right, on Dumbass. 
and badass oh, of the yeah. week. Uh, Letty, I'm gonna kick it off here, as you Take know I like to do on here. Of course, dumbass, we gotta go Ross Gum. Oh, of course. I mean, I think we pretty well covered all that of that moron. Um, so de- he's definitely my dumbass of the week. But my badass this week, uh, I'd run across a video, and it was titled an, an inspiring speech, and it was from an admiral of the uh, Navy, William H. McRaven, uh, who did uh, he did a speech at the 2014 University of Texas commencement address, and um, he kind of I'll link the video in the show notes, and he kind of lists ten reasons, and it's kind of military based yeah. in the Navy, Navy SEALs, um, and, and you know you to kind of uh, take on the world and and to be a kind person, and it all starts. You know, you got to make your bed every day, and once, because you know, once you oh, yeah. make your bed, you feel like you've accomplished something. And then, if you have a bad day, you come home, and at least you got a, a good yeah. made-up bed. And it, he just had a lot of inspiring stuff. And though we're not in the military, it made sense. Yeah. And, and you know, the guy served thirty-seven years in the Navy. He was a Navy SEAL, and that's a, he's a true Hell American yeah. badass for me. And so he's he's definitely my badass of the week, Letty. Who you got? All right, my dumbass of the week has to go to my best friend's uh, baby daddy. This this motherfucker, he's been pissing me off here lately so much, and it's putting her under a lot of stress, and I can't stand seeing my best friend like that. Yeah. Uh, she'll be like, you need to spend more time with your daughter, and he'll be like, well, I've had these plans for two weeks, and I'm just... It just gets under my skin because she's having to go through this, and I can see that it hurts her, and, you know, whenever... whenever her their kid grows up she's gonna know who was there and she's gonna know who wasn't yeah and you know i mean she loves her dad and you can see that whenever she goes but he just makes things so much harder and you know seeing my best friend like it just pisses me off i'm telling you you're gonna regret that one day and he really really needs to wake up oh yeah i mean if he don't i mean she was you know threatening that do you even care to if you see your kid do you even care you know if she knows who you are yeah and she won't get a reply and i'm just like i'm like well you see you see how he feels maybe he'll wake up one day and see it but until that day happens and he's gonna be a dumbass and he's my dumbass of the week and now my badass of the week i'm gonna make my daughter ruby my badass of the week celebrating her seventh birthday this little girl i mean seven oh yeah she she's helped me in more ways than what this kid will know maybe once she gets older she'll see it how, how much she's helped my life you know just make it better and I mean, for a seven-year-old, I mean, she can teach you a lot too. Uh, she, she's like I say, she's seven, going on seventeen. Yeah, dude, she's funny as hell. <laughs> oh man, she's got the the best personality. She's really mature, and I mean, she's she's one of the sweetest, kindest little kids you know ever. I mean, everybody thinks their kid is, but I mean, if you, if she can help, damn it, she'll help you. I mean, she's got her sass and attitude every now and then, but I mean. She's my kid, and I don't know who she gets it from, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Ruby, you're my badass of the week, and I love you, baby. All right, guys, let us know who your dumbass and or badass, badass of the week is. All right, guys, moving on to original gamers. Original gamers. Boy, oh boy, we're going to kick this one off. Old Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, tell them. Well, they told you. Uh, cease and desisted your ass. So- <laughs> Soldier Boy. I guess he's like, oh, I'm not going to rap. I'm just going to kind of use these cheap gimmicks to try to make money. Oh, yeah. Well, 
there's a system. It's a China system. Yeah. And I guess it was on some website. I'm not exactly sure. I can't think of the site right now. I'm not saying. He, anyway, he basically, I don't know if he had a deal with this company where he just threw his name on it. And I think you could have got the system for what was like $100. Some shit like that. He bumped it up to 200 but around Christmas, he, of course, made it on sale for oh, 150 man. Thank you, Soldier Boy. And there was a lot of YouTubers that kind of broke down, tore open the system, and it just looked like shit. Because I guess he had a, a regular a console system, and then he had a handheld system, an emulator, where he... <laughs> I don't know yeah. why he would think he could throw fucking Nintendo games on there. I don't know either. No. Without <laughs> just checking with Nintendo. I think you might want to do that. He was over here bragging Nintendo ain't going to do nothing. Oh, they're legit. Oh, they're all his. Even though people proved... Hey, look, here's the system. Yeah. Soldier Boy just took it and threw his name on it. Because I guess he has a site, SoldierWatch.com, where yeah. he was selling all this. I mean, I don't even know who would buy this. I honestly don't know because the, the YouTubers I was seeing who was, you know, reviewing it, they're just like, who's going to pay this much for an emulator? Really? That's all it is, is an emulator. And I'm pretty sure you can go out there, get a decent emulator for like 20, 30 bucks. Or, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can find one that's free. I mean, you can. I've found a few like that. And he even had Tomb Raider on the advertisement. And I'm like, (laughs) they're like, dude, there's no way that he got a license from Nintendo to do that. Oh, yeah. And that's that's the thing I was getting because, like, he was out there tweeting, being all cocky. Yeah, saying that it's legit. Nintendo ain't going to do shit. I mean... Look who's look who's still around, and guess who's you know console went into the damn trash. Exactly, and Soldier Boy said, "I think that when you're coming out with a new product, you're going to be criticized." No, Soldier Boy, it's you're going to be criticized when you illegally take somebody's yeah. games and sell them on your system, you idiot. Yeah, sell them as your own. I mean, that's the whole you know thing for licensing and copyright. So I mean, exactly, Soldier Boy, stick to rapping. Leave the business aspect to the people that actually do business. You know, Nintendo and everybody that's been out longer than you. And leave that up to them. Uh, He ended up getting a cease and desist, and his dumb ass is lucky uh, he didn't get sued. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking about the guy who spent, like, ten grand on a fucking Tonka truck that he had diamond-encrusted and shit. He's gonna get 150 shooters in Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you remember when he said that? Oh, my God, yeah. 150 shooters in Atlanta, and then he walked down the road after saying that and got robbed. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, you can't even find the game system on his damn uh, website anymore. Once he started talking shit, he immediately took it down, so. Yeah, he, he talks a lot of shit. He talked a lot of shit, and he just needs to shut up and yeah, leave. Yeah, definitely. I just don't get in his mind how he knew this wouldn't happen, and quite frankly, they took it easy on him, even after he was running his mouth oh, that he yeah. wouldn't. Nintendo ain't going to do nothing to him. Buddy, Nintendo's got, what are they, almost probably, a, would say close to a billion dollar company. Oh, yeah. Buddy, they, they're going to get you. They're not oh, just yeah. going to let you throw your name on there and not credit them at all or get a license through them. I don't give a damn how big you are in oh, rap. Yeah. The Soldier Boy's an idiot. Oh. I've never liked him. And I, when I seen this and his name on it, I said, <laughs> this is going to end bad. Oh, yeah, definitely. Def- and it did. It, it, it sure did. A mm. cease and desist, and he should be lucky. But oh, yeah. He, he is lucky getting that. Lady, we got a little news up your neck of the woods. You know, you're a Red Dead Redemption 2 player. Oh, yeah. They are bringing a Battle Royale game mode. 
Oh, man. Now, it says here, Rockstar Games announced Thursday that Red Dead Redemption 2's online multiplayer mode is getting a new game mode called Gun Rush, bringing a Fortnite style. See, here we go. Fortnite they throw in Fortnite. It's everything Battle Royale. They stack it up against Fortnite like we talked last oh, week. Yeah. Fortnite style Battle Royale to the Wild West. Now, that, I think it's going to be cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it'd be I think it'd be pretty, you know, interesting to do because, I mean, you're sitting there on your damn horse shooting everybody so i mean yeah and now i look for gameplay on it i kind of seen how the mechanics how it's going to work and i think it looks cool now i've seen a lot of players kind of knocking it most like they didn't really want it to happen but i mean you want your game people to get a lot out oh, of your yeah. game you don't want them to just play the damn story mode and, and that be it. it i mean like gta their yeah. model, they took a just a story mode type game. They added an online, and dude, GTA's online is awesome. Why not do that with oh, yeah, Red I Dead? Mean, Grand Theft Auto Five's been out since what 2012, 2013, God, and people yeah. people are still playing it. Yeah, dude. Just I because mean, of their online mode, and I mean, it's it's a smart move, and if they can make sure you know there's no they can get the bugs worked out, make sure the connectivity issues, you know, there's none of them and all that shit. Yeah. I think it'd be a great mode for people to play. Exactly, it'd be something different. I mean. Who, who doesn't want to get on a damn horse, get on Seabiscuit and ride down with your damn hat flopping in right. the wind? I mean, let's I'll go. Kill you, I'll kill you with Seabiscuit. <laughs> lasso, you know, you know, you'd be the asshole who just runs around and lassos everybody and just leave them laying. That's what I would do. Exactly. Hell <laughs> yeah. I would love that. Hug Tom and leave him there. Somewhere. Hell yeah. But I think, Letty, it's going to be a great game mode. Oh, yeah. I, I'll be interested to play it. I'm sure you'll get a shot at it. So oh, yeah. let us know, man. Let us know how it turns out. I mean, you just told me about it today. So, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited for it. Give me something new to do. So. Yeah. All right, guys. Moving on to the Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. Oh, and, it's been uh, a minute since we've had one of these. It really has. It really has. What word you got this week, this, buddy? This week, I got meme-washed. And meme-washed is overexposure of memes, memes to the point that your worldview changes. I've, I've been meme-washed a couple times. Right. I mean, uh, the example I got for you is I like so many fitness groups on Facebook that now I've been meme-washed into working out. And I just have to say the name of the guy who put this on here Shorty Shitstain. <laughs> Shorty Shitstain. That's a cool name. <laughs> that's like one of the best names I've seen on Urban Dictionary. That's Shout out up. to Shorty Shitstain. <laughs> I don't know who the hell you are, man, but meme wash is the word for me. DT, what's your word <laughs> I'm going to go. I just thought this one was hilarious. Fronky, oh, which fronky. means someone who farts in the bathtub and then bites the bubbles. <laughs> Can be more than one person biting each other's bubbles. Okay, now, like, what kind of? What kind I've of never weird heard shit? of this, so I thought we got to <laughs> talk about it. The example is Bob and Jim were fronking in the pool. Bob and Jim are fronks. Oh my lord! No, listen. If somebody tries and fronks with me, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna punch yeah, him in the throat. <laughs> yeah, don't don't come farting up in my bathtub, uh, especially if you're another dude. <laughs> named Jim. Why, why is Jim in the bathtub with me? Yeah, why is Bob and Jim in the bathtub farting? Okay, let's move <laughs> on. All right, guys, on to story time. So today on Story Time, you know how we do. We keep it creepy, sleepy. Wait a minute. Maybe what was the a rhyme? little weepy. Maybe a little weepy. <laughs> 
I think I had another rhyme. But anyway, <laughs> go with it. But guys, as always, if you have a story, please send it our way. It don't got to be a, a creepy story. It can be creepy, paranormal, a party story, high-speed chase. You know us. We'll talk about yeah. it all. We'll talk about it when we're late to it. Yeah, and hit us up at readysexshowpodcast at gmail.com, dude. We would love to hear it. But Letty, everybody has a story to tell. Here's ours. The most, the most terrifying, terrifying 911 call. call. I've ever received. 911, what's your emergency? I said as I answered the phone. There's a bat in my house, a loud scream came over the speaker. Send someone to come and get it. All right, ma'am, I will send animal control over as soon as possible. The caller thanked me and said she will be outside waiting. I pressed the button to dispatch the nearest unit. I sat in my cubicle, doodling with my ballpoint pen on a piece of blank white paper. Being a dispatcher isn't always easy, especially in the middle of nowhere, Montana, with a population of 500. We get random calls about bobcats, bison, and bears coming in front yards, teenagers prank calling because they are bored, and of course, the regular hunting emergencies. But all of this is few and far between. Sometimes we go hours without getting a call, which makes it hard when you work the night shift alone. Kara, I heard my straight-laced boss say as he came down the hallway. I'm here, I yelled back, doodling on the white paper. I could hear his staggered footsteps coming in my direction. Oh, hey, he said, popping his head around the corner. I'm leaving. Do you need anything before I go? I think I'm good, I held up my now cold coffee. I'll turn on the rest of the lights then. Have a great night. I heard the sound of lights turning off down the hallway. It's those fluorescent lights making a buzzing sound whenever you're under them. I hate when they get turned off. Everything gets so silent. Being in this building at night all by yourself, the imagination can get the best of you. I sat at my desk looking at seven computer screens. On one screen, I could see exactly where the emergency responders are located at any given moment. I started memorizing street names in our designated area. At this time, nothing was going on. It had been a very quiet night. Taking a sip of my cold coffee, I started jotting down my grocery list for the next day. At this point, the coffee was only doing so much to keep me awake at 1 a.m. What do I need? I asked out loud. I wrote down that I needed chicken, vegetables, toilet paper, wine, multiple bottles of wine. I finished making my list and pulling it into my jeans pocket. A beeping sound started coming through my headphones, meaning someone was calling in. I looked up as the name and number flashed on the screen in front of me. 911, what's your emergency? I said clearly to the person on the other line. I need help, a child's voice said. What's your name? What can I help you with? I said back to the frightened young girl. I need help, she said again. I replied, I can't help you unless you tell me what's wrong. And then the phone line went dead. Immediately dialing the number back, I waited for it to ring. But there was no dial tone, and it wouldn't reconnect. Jenkins, I need you to go respond to 5689 Hickory Valley Road. There could be a possible Vic. I tried calling her back, but I got no answer, I said into my headphones. Thanks, Kara. Hope you're having a good night all by your lonesome, he started laughing. What are you going to do all by yourself in that little cubicle of yours? You're an asshole. As a matter of fact, I'm having a great night by myself. Keep me updated, I said back. Roger that. I sat back in my chair, looking at the right-hand screen. A red dot started moving slowly towards the area where the young girl called from. Watching as it got closer and closer, I wondered if she was okay. Then the dot just stopped. 
This usually means the responding officer got to the location or close to it. Our map shows streets, but it doesn't pinpoint the exact spot. Waiting for Jenkins to call me back, I took another sip of coffee. I watched the clock as it slowly passed, second by second, minute by minute. I was about to ring him back when the computers lit up. 911 dispatch, what's the exact location of your emergency? I looked up as the name and phone number flashed on the screen. This time, I said the name out loud, Olivia Taylor. I tried calling you back, but we couldn't get an answer. A responding officer should be there shortly, I said in a stem manner. Why won't you help me, she whimpered. I heard her crying on the other line. We are trying to help you, Olivia. Someone should be there any second, I promise you. Can you stay on the line with me? I asked while trying to get my shit together. Closet, she replied. You can find us in the closet. I could hear another distant whimpering that wasn't coming from the Vic on the line. Olivia, is there, is there someone else with you? My heart felt like it was going to fall out of my chest. I have to go. He'll hear me, she cried out. Who will hear you, Olivia? I managed to ask a moment before the phone went dead again. I looked on the map and noticed Jenkins' spot had not moved. Growing concerned, I called them back. The phone rang and rang, finally answered. Jenkins, he said with authority. Oh, thank God. I thought a second to catch my breath. My heart was pounding a mile per minute. What, Kara? You can't handle being in that place by yourself. You have to call me all the time. He tried to make a joke, but soon realized I wasn't playing around. What's going on? Are you okay? I got another call from the Vic. What is your ETA? I closed my eyes and tried to stay calm. This was part of the job requirement. Waiting for backup. This place is out in the middle of nowhere. The only entrance is a, is a path through the woods too narrow for the cruiser to fit through. We have to go on foot. Should only be another couple of minutes. I took a look at my screen. I could see two dots moving closer to Jenkins. Call me once you get to the property. She is hiding in the closet. I believe there is someone else in there with her. I informed him. Thanks for the update. I'll call you once I reach the shot. And he hung up. I had to take a moment to decompress. I walked down the long hallway to the bathroom. As I turned on the light, it flickered to the sound of my heartbeat. The familiar buzzing sound claimed me as I splashed cold water on my face. Looking in the mirror, I could tell that my color changed. The normal tan hue was now pale white and my pupils were dilated. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, I reassured my reflection. As I walked out of the bathroom, I could hear a beeping sound coming from my headphones again. I ran to my cubicle thinking it was Jenkins giving me an update. I saw the name on the screen. My stomach immediately dropped. Olivia, I know this is you. Are you okay? I looked at the screen with the map. The officers are on their way. They should be there in less than a minute. There was no response. Are you there? Can you hear me, Olivia? A whimper came over the other line. It's too late, she finally said. He's in the room. He heard me. Who's in the room with you, I asked. Please tell me so I can let the officers know. I took a deep breath and determined to stay calm. He has a gun. I heard a door open as a loud scream came over the line. I could hear two loud rounds popping, then silence. Shit, shit, shit. I screamed out loud, tears starting rolling down my face. I knew what this meant. Just then the screen started lighting up again. This time the name said Carlos Jenkins. I took a deep breath as I answered it. The Vic just called again. I yelled into the phone. Could have a DOA, Jenkins. It took too much time. How has anyone been calling you, Cara? He asked, confused. Don't play this game with me right now. Have you reached the destination or not? I looked at the screen in front of me. We reached the cabin about a mile off the main road. I hate to tell you this, but everyone is gone. There was silence on his end. Shit, I responded, rubbing my face. The skin began to get hot from anger. But I don't understand how anybody could have called you tonight, Jenkins said. I looked up from my desk confused. What do you mean? We found three sets of skeletal remains. One was a male adult presumed to be the father and two young girls. The remains have been at least 12 months old. My chest grew tight and the room started spinning. I was about to pass out. 
The weird thing is, Jenkins continued, we found the two female skeletons in the closet. One had a cordless phone in her hand, trying to get help, I guess. Wow. That took one hell of a turn at <laughs> that, the end. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I read over that when I was like, dude. Oh, man. Just because it had a nice twist. Oh, I, yeah, I, I love when they end like that. Two dead bodies. God dang, boy. Two hey, dead I, bodies in the closet with the cordless phone. Hey, I'm telling you, man, I believe, you know, certain spirits, they, they can... They can come back and let you know. They, oh, yeah. They communicate. All right, Letty, moving on. Today in the arena, we have a battle between two comic book and big screen giants. One of these has been in the arena before and faced off against the DC Universe. Oh, yeah. So today, in light of the new Avengers movie, Endgame, coming out in April of this year, and the new Mortal Kombat 11 game coming out in April also, oh, yeah. we have facing off the Avengers versus the Mortal Kombat characters, baby. I'm oh, excited. Man. Oh, God, I can't wait. We found a website that has a list of battles. We will go down the list and pick who we think will win, and then we would pick at the end overall who we think would win, who we like better. So uh, let us know, guys, which one you would choose. Would you pick the Avengers? Could they take out Mortal Kombat? This is going to be an interesting battle. Oh, yeah, it is. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Now let the battle commence. All right, so... Lady, we got a list here. It says Marvel versus Mortal Kombat. Who will win in the lineups? First, we got Odin, who would be Thor's yeah. father, versus Blaze. Odin. Odin. I mean, Odin, that wouldn't yeah. even be close. We got Zeus versus Onaga. Oh, Damn. man. I think Zeus would probably. Probably. Yeah. Thor versus Raiden. Wow. Oh, man. Uh, Thor versus Raiden. Uh. I'm gonna go Raiden. I'm gonna go. I'm Raiden. gonna go Raiden. I, I think yeah, that one would be a tough one, but oh, it'd be one hell of a fight too. Oh or with yeah. With his hammer than a, a fucking Raiden throwing his fucking hat every damn where. Yeah, I just think it would come down to kind of hand-to-hand combat, oh, yeah. and I think Thor is tough, but Raiden. Raiden's a fucking master. I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think he does a fatality and it's over. Boom. We got Haiti versus Shinnok and Quan Chi. Uh, oh, I, I think Shinnok and Quan Chi. Oh, yeah, Shinnok and Quan Chi. This one right here, Alex, Hulk versus Goro. Ooh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Hulk versus Goro. Oh, oh man. I, I think Hulk wins that one. I want to say Goro takes it. What do you think, Goro? I think Goro would take it. All right, all right. Uh, number six, Juggernaut versus Kentaro. Ooh, That's interesting. That is that is very. I very. think Juggernaut gets that one. Yeah, I could see Juggernaut taking him. All right. Oh, here's a good one. Thanos versus Shao Kahn. Ooh. Damn. Ooh. I, I gotta give it. I gotta give it to Shao Kahn. I, I'd say. I don't I know. Thanos is a bad Kahn. man, though. He I, is. I, I would say Shao Kahn. That's who I think. Shao Kahn is just a bad dude. It would just be one of them great fucking battles to watch. Damn, here's another one. Doctor Doom versus Shang Tsung. Ooh. Wow. Uh, Shang Tsung's got that lifestyle. Yeah, he does. He I, does. I, I say Shang Tsung. Who oh, you yeah, got? Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. We got Iron Man and War Machine versus Cyrax and Sector. See, I love Damn. Cyrax and Sector so too. much. They were like one of my favorites. Oh, I'm going to have to go with Cyrax and Sector. Yeah, just because, dude, I mean, they could match Iron Man as far as oh, shooting yeah, they missiles. Can. They got the net. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. 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 Wolverine versus Baraka. Listen, that's, damn. damn, that is that would be close. 
You're going to be excited about oh, the next man. one. I, I got to go. I gotta go Wolverine. I would say here. I want to say Wolverine because I mean, Barack is he's he's just crazy. Yeah, but Wolverine, Wolverine can heal. Out. Yeah, yeah, he can he can heal. Probably outsmart him a little bit. So. Are you ready for this one? Yes. Deadpool versus Johnny Cage. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be a hell of a fucking match. <laughs> oh my match. god, I gotta say Deadpool. Oh yeah, Deadpool would take that. Oh my god, Elektra versus Sonya Blade. Oh man. Damn. I see Sonya taking it. I see Sonya taking on Electra. I gotta go Electra. She's just a bad mother. Shut they're your both, mouth. They're both bad. I mean, shit. We got Luke Cage versus Jax. I gotta give it to that, Jax. Dang, yeah, He's Jax. He's got them arms and fucking mechanical arms. He'd fuck them up. But, I mean, it'd be a damn good fight. You're damn right. Iceman versus Sub-Zero. I, I gotta give it to Sub-Zero. I gotta go Sub-Zero. Oh, my God. Ghost Rider versus Scorpion. Scorpion. Oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Dang, I mean, don't make me choose. Dude, I love both they, of these. They could both go to hell, and that'd be one hell of a fight. Seeing them both in hell, <sighs> I gotta give it to Scorpion. I gotta it, go Scorpion, dude. I love I, Ghost Rider yeah, though, dude. Yeah, he's great, but Scorpion holds a special place in my heart, so I always go for him. We got Poseidon versus Fujin. Ooh, I gotta say Poseidon. Poseidon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is a very interesting and, you know, great group of battles oh, there. Man, wow. Yeah, they were great, dude. Hulk versus uh, let's just, Goro. Yeah, let's check a few comments to see what people kind of think. Thor beats Raiden. Hulk stomps Goro. Wolverine beats Baraka. I think Marvel takes most of these matches, I guess it. I don't know about that. I mean, Mortal Kombat's got some pretty strong yes, characters. Yes, they do. The only one from Mortal Kombat I see winning here is Jax. Most of them are just outclassed. I don't know. We got one guy who picked Odin over Blaze, Zeus over Anaga, Thor over Raiden. He, pretty much he picked. All Marvel. Well, he picked, as far as Mortal Kombat, Shang Tsung, Sonya Blade, and that's it. So most of these people <laughs> think that the Avengers, yeah, the Avengers asses. would win. But guys, let us know. Uh, you give us your pick on all those. Who who would you guys pick? Uh, overall, though, Letty, down to the nitty gritty, big titty. <laughs> uh, who who do you think would win? All of them got one big battle. One big battle. Who do you think wins? I'd have to go with Mortal Kombat. I mean, yeah, they both. If you look at both their universes, they all deal with a lot of bullshit, and they all they're all really strong, and they all got their own powers. But, I mean, when it comes to Mortal Kombat, pulling out fatalities, man. Yes. I, I like the Avengers, but I grew up on Mortal Kombat. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, so I'm, a, I'm a little biased when it comes I, to it. I mean, I am too, but I, I think this would be a closer battle than a lot of people think. Oh, yeah, think. it definitely I really would do. be. I really do. Um, I, I don't know. I think a lot of people may pick kind of their bias, yeah. their favorite for each one. I think a lot of these battles, it would be clear. Uh, I, I don't think Goro would really stand a chance against Hulk. I guess it just really depends. I think somebody should simulate these battles. Oh, yeah. That would be that great would be to amazing. see. Hey, man, you know, we, we had DC versus Mortal Kombat. Let's do some Marvel versus Mortal Kombat. Give me that video game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, guys, uh, let us know who you pick. We chose Mortal Kombat. Let us know your take. If we're wrong, if uh, you got another view, let us know. All right, Letty, on to everybody's favorite time of the show. It's been one of them motherfucking days. I tell you, y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days. It's time to rant. Oh, let's fucking rant. And boy, do we have a controversial mother 
for you today. Oh, we are going to be discussing gender equality. Uh, why not, Letty? We get a woman's perspective. We get a man's perspective. So kind of I watched a YouTube video from a, a guy who goes by redpillphilosophy.com. He also has a website, of course, uh, where he basically kind of breaks down gender equality. I mean, he talks about a lot of other stuff. This yeah. isn't... This is just the main thing I watch from him. And he just feels like that sometimes if a woman's going to step up and initiate an altercation with a man, slap him, start it, keep running their mouth, basically they want that smoke. I mean, and the man hits them back. I think a lot of people play the role that the woman's like a damsel in distress. And if they want equality and you punch yeah. a man, you, sh- you get punched back. Yeah. You get, you want that equality, there it is. But we're going to kind of discuss this and more today, kind of give our take on it, how we feel about it. And, again, guys, it's our opinion. We're not saying, hey, go beat the shit out of women. No. That's not what we're saying. We're just giving our take. Uh, but are you ready, Letty? Oh, I'm ready, Spaghetti. Now let's have our rant. Uh, so, again, you know, this guy had a lot of interesting perspectives, Letty. And, you know, look, man. My mom raised me. My dad wasn't really allowed, but, you know, we're from the South. And yeah. it's like a big thing, you know, like you, you don't hit a woman. I mean, no matter what. And yeah. I'm going to tell you something, man. I mean, I, I dated a girl one time. I was at a friend of mine. She come out there swinging on me like a dude in front of all my friends. I mean, it humiliated me. I did nothing. I mean, she was literally like I was fighting a damn yeah. man. And I, I've had a couple occasions like that with girls I've dated. I've dated the psycho of the psycho. <laughs> but we kind of have that modeled in our mind that yeah. you don't hit a woman, and I've never done it. But this guy brought up a lot of interesting points. At what point do you do you say enough is enough? You know, I mean, women yeah. wanted to be equal. You know, they did. And that's yeah. cool, and I'm all for that. And again, I'm not saying I, I don't like a dude that just beats on a woman for no, you know, a woman's yeah. good to him and he just beats yeah. the shit out of him. That's not what we're talking about here. Yeah. A woman comes up, Letty, and to a dude and is willing to step up to the plate, like wanting to punch, yeah. you know, in the face. I mean, do you feel like if that woman gets knocked, the, you know, punched in the face, whatever, do you feel like that, you know, hey, no ramifications should come for the guy? Oh, yeah. In my opinion, I mean, the dude was you know he's defending himself and here, here's what i see here, here's how i see it break it down lady uh, break it down break so. it down whenever it comes to men and women everybody knows that men are completely they're way stronger than women i mean it's just in our bodies that, yeah. that's just how our bodies are but if a man if a woman is willing to go up to a man deck him right in the face and not expect to get decked back you are in your wrong mindset. If you are in, you know, air quotations and all, man enough to punch a man, you're woman enough to get knocked the fuck out. Yep. That's how I've always seen it. Um, if you're just going to go out swinging, you better be ready to get punched back. It's all in our nature. You know, we got fight or flight defenses. Yep. And if his is to fight back, then you brought this on yourself. That's true. But it's like... it. It begs the question, though, around here if that happened. I mean, if a dude seen a woman punch me 30 times and I slap her, hell, if I push her around yeah. here, you're going to get the shit beat out of Yeah, me. and see, that's the thing I don't get. I mean, me, personally, I've never been in a fight. 
you know, yeah. I mean, I've just always been intimidating enough to, you know, just look at the You're people. You're a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't I don't like to, you know, cause altercations if, you know, it's not needed. Yes. And if I go up and say, if I went up to a dude, and, I mean, I'm a pretty stout woman, and I decked him, and I didn't get decked back, I mean yay for me I didn't get punched but I'd be like why didn't you punch me back and he's like it's because you're a woman I'd be like dude listen if we're if you're willing to fight if I'm willing to fight you then you know that we're on the same playing we're on the same playing field I mean all's fair in love and war and fights are in war so yeah and well the thing is 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 his thing is you know you just can't if you're going to go up with that heated altercation you know and you get hit back you can't play the victim no, card you cannot. because number one you started yeah. it now if i go up to a dude and i punch a dude he's gonna oh, hit yeah. me back and i don't understand if we all want to be equal we all want to have that you know women want to have the same rights as men and everything i mean i think you you, you can't really pick and choose no, you what can't. you want to be equal on yeah you um, know what i mean oh yeah i was i watched a you as a youtube video of this woman just straight up harassing this guy, yelling at him. Is on a bus too. She was straight up yelling at him, started slapping him. I think she got like five or six good hits in on him. Yeah. And he just got sick of it and just did one slap right across the face, and she, you know, immediately dropped yeah. and quit. Everybody's like, "Oh, you hit the, you hit a woman, you hit a woman." I'm just sitting here thinking. Oh, that old man. He said, oh and he said, "Oh, well, she acted like a man, oh, and yeah. I treated." Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I saw like, that. She deserved it. I mean, if you're gonna sit there, I mean, like I said, I'm. If you're gonna sit there and you're gonna start shit, either you, you need to finish it or be prepared for the repercussions that are gonna happen after. Or go up and say your piece. But yeah. if you cross that line and you, I mean, somebody, look, man. If you hit somebody repeatedly, I don't give a damn what gender you are, man. Eventually, somebody ain't going to give a shit. Oh, yeah. What color, gender, whatever. They're going to knock your ass. I mean, I just feel like we, we got to stop playing this victim card. If we're going to buck up to somebody, we got to be prepared to accept the concept. If we go oh, up yeah. and punch somebody in the mouth and we get our ass whipped, do you, maybe you shouldn't have went up wanting to fight. Then. Oh, yeah. Be, I mean, if you're going to buck up, be prepared for them to buck up back. And uh, I mean, if you're a woman going up to a man, the way I see it, if you feel like you can take him, I mean, you better be prepared to get hit back. Because I've seen a lot of women, though, honestly, and, and believe me, I love women. I do. I'm just saying, a lot of them take advantage of that shit. They do. They know a dude ain't going to hit them back. They know. And a lot of these fucking police, they'll pull up. If a dude defends himself back, he goes to jail. Are you kidding me? She just hit this dude 20 yeah. times. What are you taking him to jail hey, for? Hey, like, she's over here wielding a hammer or some shit, and all he did was just slap her one time because, you know, getting hit and, you know, almost got hit with a hammer or some shit. Don't go off and, you know, beat her senseless. But yeah. if, you, if you get, like, one or two, Like, you know, get off me. Yeah. Like yeah. Just trying to defend yourself and get her back. I don't see nothing wrong with that, honestly. Because, I mean, that dude's got to defend himself the same way a woman defends herself. Yeah, man. I mean, you can only... God, dude, you can only take so much. And, I mean, I've been in this situation. So, believe me, I know. And I, I kicked myself for a long time after that. Like, man, damn, I should... You know, because... I just sat there and took it. Now, granted, I didn't get the hell beat out of yeah. me like some people seen in a lot of videos that I watch. But, like, you got the Ray Rice, and then there was another college football player. I mean, dude, they, they their careers were pretty much ruined. Yeah. 
And clearly in both videos, you see the girl, number one, called the college player over to her table. He was walking in the place. Yeah. She called him over, ends up slapping him. Now, granted, we don't know what was said and all that, yeah. but the point is, you were willing to buck up and slap him. And, of course, he, he kind of, we don't, I can't, I don't know if he punched or slapped her, the college guy. But she, of course, hit the damn yeah. table and got knocked out. And then Ray Rice, we all know. You know, he kind of hit his woman. I don't think, I think he hit her once or twice, but she came at him twice. Yeah. And I know how that is. You, you kind of want them to just get off of you. You got a woman that's good to you. Yeah, man. That's and, and you're just an asshole yeah. and you beat on them. Yeah, you're a piece of yeah, shit. That, but that's that's a different story. That's, you know, it's unprovoked. Yeah, you're just a piece of shit in general. But, man, I seen a video like this one. It was this white girl, loud, fucking annoying bitch. I would have definitely smacked her loud ass. But she was just like kept walking this guy down. And I mean, hitting him like repeated punches. And I mean, followed him two or three times. Damn. And the guy even said he ain't going to. You know, hit her, and she was, like, telling him to. <laughs> Boy, you tell well, me to. I won't hit a woman, but I'll slap a bitch. Oh, you yeah, know what I'm I mean, saying? If, and if you look at a guy, and you're like, hit me, bitch, and he hits you, don't you dare go off and be like, you hit me. How dare you? Bitch, you told him to. Yeah, and don't start crying like yeah. playing the victim when yeah. you bucked up. When you, if you initiate an altercation, and I just don't understand how, how we sep separate it. And like this guy was saying, how a lot of women play the damsel in distress. I've met some pretty wild bitches that'll oh, yeah. hit you like a dude. Oh yeah, I mean, me and my sister, we were we were raised basically to be guys. I mean, that's how my dad my dad will claim up to it. And he used to sit there. The way we bonded was we'd swap licks. We'd yeah. sit there, just punch each other in the arm. You know, if we got too hard, we'd tell each other to quit. But I mean, we'd sit there and just well on us. So I mean, I know my sister can punch, and she knows I can fucking hit too. Yeah. So I mean. I mean, I'm, I mean, I've actually, you know, hit a guy on the arm playing around, and he's like, "Holy shit, why'd you hit me that hard?" And I was like, "I didn't." Yeah. So I mean, there are women out there that can fucking punch, basically like men. And if you get hit in the, I mean, if you go off and you hit a guy in the face like that, and he doesn't, you know, if you don't knock him out, and he starts going back at you, you brought it on yourself. Yeah, and you get a lot of these. I call them Captain Save hoes like these dudes that probably think the girl's hot, and even yeah, though she could go in. up, you go up and punch a dude twenty times, dude hit her back once, and they jump in trying to look cool and trying thinking they're gonna get laid. I mean, look, the bottom line is we all want to be on equal footing. I'm all for that. Oh yeah, but I'm... you can't you can't pick and choose no, when you, you want to be equal. That's all I'm saying. I ain't saying if you got a woman that's good to you, treats you right, and you hit her. You're a piece of shit, and yeah. you, got, you deserve what's coming to oh, you. Yeah. But I'm just saying, a lot of these women go out here, and they take advantage, man, and they, they, they think they can just beat the shit out of a guy, and nothing's going to happen like, because no. they ain't going to hit them back. And I don't think that's right. And no. I think that the, from the cops, the courts, whatever, they need to look at both of these sides because oh, otherwise yeah. we're not on equal footing here. Oh, no, definitely not. I mean, I'm all for equality. I yeah. mean, I always have been. I was raised anything a guy can do, I know for damn sure I can do. That's how my yes. dad raised us. Yeah, and you should. And so, I mean, you sit there, you get that embedded into your head, but also, he said, if you're willing to punch a guy and you get hit back, you deserve it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's over there, like, pounding you to a bloody pulp like you see whenever guys fight each other. Yeah. No, but if you get hit once or twice back because he's, you know, defending himself, because that is a human being, too, just like you are. 
Yep. Then you brought it on yourself. Don't go off whining and crying about it. Well said. Well said. And that's coming from a woman. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I kind of wanted to talk about this. And, you know, a lot of people will probably misinterpret this guy like he's got something. I mean, because he does mention feminists. Because a lot of feminist women kind of take this standpoint. You want to be equal, but then you want to kind of pick and choose. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, man, nobody wants to hit a woman. But no. once you get hit several times, man, I mean, you're left enough with a choice. Enough. enough is enough. I know a lot of people, you know, like me, it takes a lot for me to get mad. But if you punch me in the face, oh yeah, I mean, we all kind of lose it. Some people yeah. black out. Like, I used to think that was a myth when people no, go, it, man, it I happens. blacked out. Yeah, it, it happens. Yeah, it's real. Uh, yeah, and uh, another thing that a lot of people, you know, like the whole draft and shit. Yeah. You know, they want to make it where women get signed up, too. I mean, I believe in it, too. Equality. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sign them up because, you know, I mean, there's only so many men and women want equality. Put exactly. them in it. Exactly. I mean, if, if you're a listener and, you know, you got a woman who needs the shit beat out of them, I'm looking to lose my Fight V card. Uh-huh. Send the Ready, Set, Show podcast a message, and I'll take care of the bitch for you. It's a Friday night of Ready, Set, Show podcast fight tonight. <laughs> Hell, shit. We'll stream it on Facebook. I don't give a damn. No, <laughs> but this is just kind of something I wanted to talk about, and I thought it'd be interesting because we get a woman and a man's perspective. Guys, let us know what you would think. But uh, that's going to do it, Letty. Episode 37. We are trucking, Letty. I'm proud of us. Oh, hell yeah. But happy birthday once again to the Rubster. Oh, happy birthday, baby. Mommy loves you. The Rubik's Cube. The Ruby. Ruby, do. I want to throw something with the Rubik's Cube. (laughs) But anyway, guys, we'd like to thank everybody for joining us. As always, go like all our social media pages, Do We would love to hear your take on any of the segments that we have. For episode 37 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast, I'm DT. And I'm Letty. This is Podcast Greatness. Where greatness never dies. We out. Peace. Deuces.